Welcome to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. Providing you with tips and strategies you can use to improve your patient engagement. Hi, this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. In this series, I take one communication question or issue that doctors have raised, dig deeper into it with some research, then give you a strategy that you can use in your practice today. And I do it all in about 10 minutes. Now, when I'm talking with healthcare providers, it's almost inevitable that at some point, the conversation turns to their frustrations. Frustrations over what they see as the disconnects or gaps between them and their patients. And their related doubts about their ability to bridge those gaps or make the connections they wish to make. One of the topics that seems to have great frustration potential is patient knowledge, sometimes called lay knowledge or consumer health information, depending on your context. When you listen to your patients, you're often listening with a purpose, right? You may be listening for specific information. You may have your attention tuned to those details that will inform your next steps. That is to say, you're likely trying to process what your patient is telling you in such a way that helps everyone move forward. How about when a patient shares their background knowledge, even if it doesn't conform to the latest medical knowledge? How are you listening to it? How are you making sense of it? So in this episode, you'll learn how doing one thing that might feel counterintuitive can actually help you bridge the gap between you and your patient. What is it? As one of my professors, Vivian Gadsden, used to say, pretend for a moment that you don't know so much. I'll tell you how being curious, just for a moment, about a patient's knowledge can improve your practice in no less than four different ways. There are plenty of pressures against your listening to patients and taking seriously what they say. Time is a big one. Language or culture can be another. There's also history or the weight of tradition in clinical medicine, that separation of medical knowledge from lay knowledge. Now, I'm really not sure what the current relationship status is between these two bodies of knowledge, but I'm guessing it might not be a close and cozy one. There's the traditional separation of hard and soft data, where the patient's knowledge might fall in the latter category. Now, I'm not getting into how accurate or relevant some patient knowledge is, nor am I drawing distinctions between knowledge, beliefs, and assumptions. I am telling you that eliciting your patient's background knowledge, whatever it is, whatever its source, can help you and your patient. Here's four ways how getting curious can help your practice. Number one, so you want to be more patient-centered? By now, you're well aware of patient-centeredness, that decades-long move from a focus on disease to a focus on the patient as a whole person. The term patient-centered can mean many things, depending on which model you look at, but all models include a focus on the patient's perspective or knowledge. Some include the patient's experience more broadly. Patient's knowledge is also important as one of the key characteristics of shared decision-making. 
that both parties share information. However, in these information sharing parties, patients' contributions are often limited to their opinions and preferences. Certainly these are important, but they're not the same as knowledge and experience. Furthermore, one research review indicates that, quote, much of the shared decision-making literature focuses on what the professional says, with less attention given to what the patient says. Now, it makes sense that your view on a patient's condition and care is given authority, but that doesn't mean patient knowledge lacks merit. In fact, a growing body of studies finds that patient's knowledge itself is an important source of professional learning for practitioners. And the link to this is in the show notes. Of course, there may be significant differences between your knowledge of the problem and your patient's, but both your knowledge is important. So try being curious about what your patient brings to the table. Number two, so you want to be more effective in your patient communication? Like it or not, patients' knowledge is going to guide their thoughts and actions when they leave you. A study in chronic self-care points out that, quote, the patient's knowledge and expertise is critical to grounding, integrating, and complementing technical, medical, clinical knowledge in everyday chronic self-care. Now, I've heard several providers mention that patient education should get patients from A to B. If that's the case, consider patient knowledge an important part of A. Effective education links the known to the unknown. You may have heard of mental schemas, or even Vygotsky's zone of proximal development. These and other similar theories of learning suggest we learn best when there are explicit connections between what we already know and the new information. Patient knowledge is the basis for their self-care, so being curious about your patient's knowledge can allow you to find maybe some unexpected places to make links from what they know to what you believe they need to know. Number three, so you want to have stronger patient relationships. Learning about a patient's background knowledge is more than a shrewd strategic move. As human beings, we want to be heard. We want to be understood. So listening closely and asking thoughtful questions in order to understand someone is a profound sign of respect. We seek to be listened to and understood on our own terms. One long-term study in England concluded that, quote, for the patient, whether their own knowledge, whatever its source, is acknowledged or accepted by their healthcare provider can be crucial. Being respectfully curious about someone's life experiences? That sounds like good relationship building even outside the clinical encounter. Number four. So you want to be a better communicator. Here's a pro tip. If you want to be a better communicator, even when patients have cultural or linguistic differences from you, listen when your patients are explaining their background knowledge and take some good notes. Specifically, listen for the language your patients use to explain important things and capture as accurately as possible any interesting turns of phrase any powerful images, 
any metaphors you thought were helpful, any unique connections they made. Why do you want to do this? So many reasons. It's a win-win-win-win-win-win-win. First of all, you've just paid someone the respect of asking them a question and listening closely to their response. Also, this becomes a bank of language for you to use with other patients. That is, in other patient encounters, you can use the actual phrases your prior patients used. You might even put it that way. Like, one of my patients said it felt like an ice-cold balloon was in her stomach. What does it feel like for you? You get some real-life examples of alternatives to medical terminology. You may even deepen your professional knowledge in the meantime, as suggested by one study. Your future patients, they win as well. There's plenty of research on how patients can learn from other patients with the same experiences and similar cultural identities. You are indirectly helping your patients learn from each other by using and sharing their language. So make knowledge sharing easy on both of you. Here's some tips. Ask your patient what they already know about the topics on the agenda. Consider some non-didactic and open communication. Remember, be authentic in your asking. That includes being aware of your body language and the tone of your voice. Use your professional judgment to hear the value in your patient's knowledge, whatever its source. And to go from A to B, start with what your patient knows and make an explicit connection to what you have to say. As I've indicated, listening to patients as they explain their knowledge has other benefits for your professional learning. I invite you to approach patient knowledge with a humble, respectful sense of curiosity. See what you might learn. If you're listening on iTunes, let me know your thoughts. Do the rate and review. Write something on the box. Leave stars. I read that stuff. (laughs) At healthcommunicationpartners.com, leave a comment. Let me know what you're thinking. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel, and this has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication. Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, LLC. Find us at healthcommunicationpartners.com.